Hey, Amy. What's up? Month of love here. Thinking about secret admirers. So, Alex, have you ever had a secret admirer? Have you been a secret admirer? Do you know a secret admirer? I have no experience with this. Do you? (laughs) This always makes me think back to high school when I was in grade 10 and the office paged me because I had a secret admirer. And my secret admirer had dropped something off at the office. It was a stuffed plush elephant toy. And I was thrilled. Like my secret admirer obviously knew who I was, what I liked. Your favorite animal. Absolutely. And years went by. I never knew. I always just thought I had a secret admirer only to find out it was my mom. Oh my gosh. That's (laughs) sweet and also terrifying. Okay. Tell me how you felt about that. Well, I remember just being over the moon and it was my first year in high school and I it was a little bit of a rough transition. So I was just thrilled that somebody thought of me, somebody cared about me. And even the people in the office were like really hamming it up. So forever, I really thought about it. And I think it was like in my senior year of grade 12, I think I brought it up and I was like, no Valentine's will ever top this like secret admirer I once had and then I remember watching my mom's facial reaction (laughs) and she was like smiling and I was like wait a second and I was like you know about this like I didn't really tell my mom and she was like smiling and I was like and it all clicked and I was like mom was it you and she (laughs) was like no but she's such a bad liar so anyways turns out my secret admirer was my mom it's kind of sweet. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, sweet and delusional, like, for Aww. sure. I think at that time, I was okay knowing it's like my mom cared about me and loved me. And even as an adult now, I'm like, you know, that's a thing. Your family absolutely loves you. And they they know when you're, you know, maybe going through a tough time. Yeah. And so I think she just thought that would be really sweet. Just the secret gift for her. And, you know, those little things always go a long way. It's just the thoughtfulness. Yes. So my, so I don't have a secret admirer story, but I remember in the sixth grade we had uh, Secret Santa. Yeah. And it was really like under lock and key. People were not sharing who was who. Wow. Uh, I know. Every week you were supposed to like do a note or a little gift and my secret, like my secret Santa was giving me zero gifts. And mm. I was like feeling so left out of this and so sad. And then for like our class party, we were watching a Christmas movie. And this guy in my class, who I had a crush on, was my secret Santa. And here's how I found out. He made a paper airplane, threw it at my head and was like, I'm your secret Santa. And I was like almost crying because I was like... I have this, like, huge crush on you, and you had an opportunity to, like, give me little notes, and you just, like, throw a paper airplane at my head on the last day. So, and that was it. That's that all was he it. did. Yeah, and I was so crushed. Oh, shame. I know. So, that's not as, not, I don't really know that it's not as fun as yours. <laughs> that just really sticks out to me. I was, like, a, um, I was upset. No wonder. <laughs> I'm, like, mad, too. I'm, like, how did this kid get away with not right? pulling his weight in the secret Santa? I know. Oh. Uh, yeah, you win some, you lose some. Lost that one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gained a paper airplane. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
I guess this episode leads into talking about family and the love you have and the connections that can be built from your relationships with family members. We were talking about February month of love and at first we were like, okay, we're just going to do a whole bunch of like blind date episodes. We talked about how there's all these different like levels of love and friendship, who's important to you and really who has your back and keeps you going. And I mean, family is a big part of that. So that's how this episode materialized. And I think it was pretty awesome. Absolutely. We hope you enjoy it. I know my sister was itching to be on an episode with us. So we finally got her on your love through your siblings and I definitely miss her, so I'm glad that we got a hoster. So enjoy the episode and think about your own relationships with your family as well. And also think about how much time it took to edit two Smith sisters on a podcast. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. It was a journey. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that's What's Up. All right, welcome everyone. We have covered so many different versions of love this month, and I'm really excited about this one because we are talking about sibling love, and uh, our special guest today is Amy's sister, Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi, thank you for having me. So excited and nervous to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, I mean, um, I'm really excited because I I met Amy first and then met Lori through Amy. And both of these sisters are just like a joy to be around. Like, it's, I don't even know how to explain you, Lori. Like, you just know all of the pop culture things, like hilarious on point wit. Like, you're just laughing all the time when you're around. So it's amazing. (laughs) Oh, that's very kind. Thank you. Yeah, I have been Amy's sister for 31 years now. (laughs) (laughs) And in fact, she is 18 months younger than me. So we're pretty close in age as well. So that's been really cool. You know what I was thinking, Lori? Sorry to interrupt you, Alex, but I was thinking, I wonder if our voices are going to sound very similar because we've had that issue growing up as kids where people on the phone used to phone our home landline and think they were talking to one of us and it was the other one. So right. yes, say say a sentence, both of you. I don't think we sound the same, I but really I good. also, you know, when you hear your own voice to you, like immediately know and hate hearing your own voice. So it'll be <laughs> like that. <laughs> I can't relate. I love hearing my voice back. Uh, oh my gosh, I get, Amy. I, I'm just, Not everyone <laughs> gets radio voice. <laughs> um, I'm just teasing. But my brother and I, when people would phone our house too, some people would think I was him. So, um, and we don't oh. sound alike. I remember distinctly one time someone phoning and being like, hey, bud, is your dad there? I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, did you go out hunting with your dad the other day, bud? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I want to say that puberty maybe changed that experience for you, but I'm not entirely sure. And and for your brother. (laughs) So I have uh, questions for our game show. Amy had this whole like point system planned for hers, but mine is just more so for fun. Sisterly fun. Sisterly fun. So um, Amy, you're going to answer first. Who is Lori's celebrity crush? Okay, I have to say this. Lori is the pop culture queen. Like people always tease me for being up on pop culture. I am a fraction of what Lori is. Lori is like hot on the scene. I'm going to say her celeb crush. Got to be someone well-dressed um, okay. for sure. And she likes, she kind of likes a more urban man, like 
educated, well-dressed, a little bit on the nerdy side. I can't quite think of anyone. I feel like she would pick an older person. Like I said, Lori would be better at this than me. Gosh, if I have to pick one, I'm not sure who I'm picking. Honestly, I'm... (laughs) doing a really good job of talking. (laughs) (laughs) Just keeping the blabber train going. I I have to say that I do like characters in movies, and then I watch them in interviews, and then I immediately hate them and feel like nothing for them. So I am quite particular. Like, if I have a celebrity crush, it has to be someone that I like like inside the screen and outside of the screen and just all around. But I don't think you had an answer. So I'll just answer for you who I think is. My Um, palms are sweaty right now. (laughs) It's actually this year's hottest guy. I really like Michael B. Jordan because I think he's like, he's good looking. He is good looking, but I've also seen him in interviews and he's so sweet and like seems really down to earth. And that's why I'm like all around good person. I would say he's my celebrity crush. However, I don't, I'm not a person who really gets that celebrity crushy anyway so it it's like if i had to choose twist my arm michael b jordan <laughs> anyway laurie who is amy's celebrity crush so i have two answers i know that she's a fan idris elba i mean who isn't hello the other one is i wrote it down as guy from love island question mark thank you yes, I, don't, I don't remember his name because it's not Ovi. an easy it's name Ovi. there you go it's not Ovi. it's it's I not like Ovi. right it's not like a name that i could commonly be like john you know and so i knew it was like a unique name and i just labeled it as guy from love island i tried to google yes. it couldn't figure out which guy from love island it was so you know i know like i can see a face in my head in yeah. my mind but oh he's so hot <laughs> I love Ovi. All right. Good one. And I think Idris Elba, like, he's a babe through and through. And that British accent, oh, melt me. I mean, I I know it's not a competition, but, like, if two points were given, obviously, to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but to be fair, to be fair, Lori, you were just like, I don't really have a celebrity crush because I fall in love more with the character. And that's where I was struggling. (laughs) What is Lori's favorite holiday? Like, Christmas, Halloween, that kind of holiday. Arbor Day. Yeah. Yeah, Lori. Um, okay, this is tough. The other day I was on the phone with her and she was raving about how much she loves Valentine's Day, which is really interesting because I find people are like less and less into this commercial holiday. But I think overall winner is going to be Christmas for Lori. Um, actually, it's New Year's because I'm a like I love New Year's for the sense that like I love closing things off annually. And then starting like something new, like I love the idea of closing chapters and moving on. Yeah, so I would say more New Year's is my favorite. I like the sparkle, the glitz, the glam of it too, the champagne. I mean, what's not to love of that? But <laughs> I should have just said the whole month of December because it's also your birthday. It again. is. So it's like birthday, Christmas, family yeah. time, New Year's. My husband loves it. He calls it the month he goes broke. <laughs> <laughs> the month of Lori. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> um, okay, I know Amy's favorite holiday. So not Christmas for sure. Um, but I'd say your favorite holiday was either Halloween or, and I was like crisscross on this, you love summer so much that I feel like it's like a Canada day, August long weekend. Like, I don't know, like any kind of like summer long weekend. I'm just saying Canada day because I feel like that's like one I know for sure that's like everyone has off usually on that day. So I'd say something like summer holiday, Canada day. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're, our sisterly love is very strong, but I'm very impressed at how observant you are about my own life because that is exactly correct. <laughs> I would say 
summer because I have two months off Mm -hmm. and you're right Canada Day is usually the start for teachers of their holiday we usually work hard till Canada Day and then it's like that's like the kickstart of our whole summer holiday and I also love uh Halloween which you mentioned I love dressing up I love the fall so Mm -hmm. good job I mean if we are playing for points Laura you are (laughs) (laughs) okay well Amy you have a chance to get in the running with what is Lori's dream vacation okay well she likes she definitely wants to be by water because we're both similar in a sense that we're actually mermaids and she wants to be by a beach somewhere relaxing I would say like sandals would probably come up because she loves a sandals resort um somewhere where she can have a private balcony or beach access so beach anywhere by the beach I would say like you talking like Mexico, Cuba, Dominican, like those kind of beach type holidays um, with her husband. Actually feel like sometimes my ideal vacation is just like a spa week in like the mountains where I can just be home in Canada and not have to worry about visas and stuff. I know I'm not going <laughs> to, I know Amy's like, what? Is like what? But, <laughs> but I jump between that and being like, if some someone was like hey you won uh the lottery you can go anywhere and like whatever then I'd be like Japan maybe you know and again just something like spa like chill I I mean I love the beach don't get me wrong but I also lived in the Caribbean for two years and like I'm not saying that like changed my mind and now I hate the beach but it's like I did that for two years and I love it and I definitely would go back to it but I'm just saying like right now as it stands my idea is just like either going home to Canada or to somewhere really exotic like Japan. It just kind of like bounces between me back and forth. So I don't know. I don't really have like a set one. But normally if you caught me in Canada, like when I was like home and stuff, it'd definitely be the beach for sure. Like I definitely love being by water and like lakes and stuff. Amy, you need to get better at like contacting <laughs> but, Lori. But actually, asking her about her I know, life. Like, I'm starting to think that I'm like a bad listener. <laughs> it's okay. not. It's not far fetched. No, like I said, normally I would pick something by the beach. I think Amy's ideal trip, though, vacation. Sorry, is either I'm torn between somewhere like Asia, China, or Greece. Someone's been listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I miss traveling immensely. So at this point, go, just even like the thrill of getting on a plane would be like enough excitement for me. Like walking down that aisle. Like go from to Edmonton play. to Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, um, yeah. Dream I trip. It. I just miss uh, it. Well, I mean, I should have realized I was talking to the Smith sisters. We're on like 0.3 <laughs> out of 20. So I might just move on to like the next game show section. <laughs> Probably a good idea. <laughs> I got it all. The curse of the Smith family. Chatters. Um, so Chatters. this should be like, um, I'll say who's more likely to, and then you'll both answer at the same time, and then you can say why you think that. Um, but okay. we'll see. So, um, <laughs> who is more likely to do something weird or embarrassing in public? I feel like me, but not on purpose. I. I would say Lori okay. too. But not on she's purpose. Kinda, kinda no, gross. I don't. I'm just like an accidentally horrible, embarrassing person around naturally. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, Lori's definitely far more embarrassing. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, who's more likely cool. to become a millionaire? Yeah, I'd say Amy. Amy. Why? Yeah. Uh, I think Amy is 
Uh, she's she's strong headed when she wants something and she's very good with her finances and she's just very strong headed when she wants something she goes for it so Amazing. yeah great thanks Lori. uh who's gonna be the first to die in a zombie apocalypse me Lori. gosh i don't know Lori. i'm i'm pretty bad too i always think of like okay. i just take my own life because uh, i mean zombies, sure so. if suicide's on the table both of us but i'm just saying <laughs> but i'm just saying we'll i'm just hands. saying one of us between the two of us you amy you're the one who like runs like 5ks and little marathons and whatever and i'm the one who's like i'll see you at the finish line or not even show up because i slept in like <laughs> i i you if you see me running like god i'm dying already <laughs> yeah i guess if it's between Lori and i i'd probably outlive her by my not much though okay. i don't think i think two like, days <laughs> i'd have to yeah yeah honestly like it wouldn't be far off this is really revealing um who's more likely to finish reading a book first Lori. I, I was gonna say i don't know i feel like you're quite busy so i feel like you don't have the time but i don't particularly think i'm like a fast reader i just feel like i have less of a life so i have more time to read <laughs> actually you read the same book i read and you've crushed it during the entire christmas break so i was like oh Okay, yeah, when I done. lent it like, out to so I do... Lori versus Amy, I got it back way faster from Lori. <laughs> than Amy. That's good. Yeah, I think Lori, you would you would burn through it. If I'm if I if I'm into it, it goes quickly. So yeah, you're a little bit busier than me. So <laughs> thank you. That's also a compliment. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, who's more likely to break a world record? Like, yeah. I mean, it really depends on what. Like, what do you think you'd break a record for? I'll go with you too. I'll be like, sure, you. I'm a less motivated person, so. <laughs> I think, like, you could do something. You just care less to That's showcase really it. I think I'm more like, let me just show everyone what I can do. <laughs> You're a people pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> let me show the people I can do this. Yeah. Lori cares less um, about that. And this is the less most likely. Who is more likely to have a cracked phone screen? Amy. 100% Amy. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Definitely. Like I am like such a, like, I'm such a overly, I'm tidy. I'm overly tidy and such a neat freak. Everything has to have a place. Amy's the type of person who always, for some reason, has an overnight bag in her car, like always. And then like a box of like other random items that every item has an excuse to be in the car. But you're like, is this person like planning like a week long adventure? Like, where is she going with all this stuff in her car? <laughs> She's that type of person. Lori. <laughs> I'm a gypsy. Remember? I thought you were going to tell me to shut up because it was going to be about like you going to like spend nights with men or something. You're like, shut up. Oh my God. Stop talking. No. <laughs> we're going to edit this. No, just oh my God. Now we're moving on to like a little bit more like tell me about like yourselves as sister relationship. So I guess we didn't really we've mentioned a little bit like Lori's in the States right now you live far apart but I feel like you two stay connected quite well like how do you do that okay I'd say Lori and I I think as adults our relationship really transpired into a solid connection just because we have similar values and beliefs on how we want to live and I think we've been each other's like crutch when something bad happens we can always phone on each other social media and like whatsapp have been a really good connector to be able to video call and connect with each other but i would even say our family has stayed really really close no matter where any of us are because we have a family group chat that we contribute to we've always been like 
really close family and sisters connected because we share a lot of our same friends and like even Alex today we included you on our family zoom like our family is very very open and you know our parents want to know our friends we want to know each other's friends so we're really connected in that way and I think that relationship has been really special throughout all these years and you know sometimes I look back and I think about you know how lucky I am because Alex you were mentioning before you're like sometimes when I watch you two it's so neat because your connection is just like this like naturally woven intense connection that you're like bound to each other forever and and that's so true and that's why Lori we picked you to showcase you know a representation of our family relationships because love is not just for yourself or for your like significant other it's from the people around you and you're one of those people in my life because I was actually just going to answer like zoom texts and phone calls is how we stay connected and that's <laughs> all I was going to say so yeah I was going to say yeah we have a family whatsapp <laughs> chat and that's like always popping and then we have uh I just text her and I call her yeah whenever we need to catch up I felt like my answer now wasn't that deep so ditto, ditto <laughs> oh, to what yeah, Amy yeah, said right <laughs> So what is a favorite memory you two have of something you did together or a hilarious memory you have? Recently, Amy took me skating on New Year's Eve. I hadn't been skating since I was like a little kid. And Amy, for some reason, like unknowing to me, has like been going quite frequently. You <laughs> were, or I guess you were skating so often. I just felt like I hadn't done it in a million years. And so you took me skating on New Year's Eve and we, you were, teaching me again how to do it. And it was like a lot of fun. And I wanted to go skating like the whole time I was home. And so you finally took me skating and also was literally not just figuratively, but like literally my support because I was like falling over and holding your hands and like making you take me <laughs> down the ice and whatnot. So that was fun. And I'd have to say just in general, I feel like we always talk about our life moves and goals and plans. And I feel like every time there's a change happening. Um, we'll like kind of consult each other on things. And I love having that because just someone always in your corner. And even though your job and my job are like not at all related and everything, we still kind of bounce ideas and things off of each other all the time. So it's kind of like fun to have that. So I don't really have a specific memory to that, but I do recall some conversations with you before you left to Abu Dhabi. You were scared about going and I was like pushing you to do it and stuff. And I remember like that was a huge change for you. And that was like something that I felt like we had a really good talk about. And I was like, just do it, go for it. YOLO, if the kids still say that. <laughs> they don't, not even no. grade one anymore. Oh my God, the times are changing. <laughs> for Lori, she's had to move and relocate with her husband along his medical uh, journey, uh, getting certified. And so it's been kind of neat being able to travel to where you guys have lived. And you guys are always so welcome with open arms, like come where we are, whether you were living in Edmonton or Grenada, or I know it had it not been COVID, I could have been able to go see you guys in New Brunswick, New Jersey. So it's been neat kind of following you around the world as well for all these different spots that you've lived. But I would say like just reconnecting during our COVID season, I hadn't seen you physically for two years. And that's a long time considering how closely connected we are. We didn't like miss a beat, but it was nice to see you physically and just relive and enjoy each other's company again at our parents' place. And 
it was so much fun. Like you, your husband wasn't with you for some of that time you spent at mom and dad's and it, it felt like we were kids all over again, all those great experiences we got. So I'm so thankful. Like we had like a Mexican fiesta night. We would do like things like photo shoot and makeup with our friend Joel and just it felt like we were teenagers all over again and I love that it was it was I'm very so glad that you energizing. said journey again in your podcast and <laughs> I and I got to be part of that so thank you for like, that journey <laughs> like in like real time <laughs> this is the other thing you can never be so serious with Lori yeah. she's good she can come back with a clap back like anytime that's that's what real sisters are about they'll like check you right here i'm having like a heartfelt moment she's like i'm so glad you said that is like i love that um i have like one last heartfelt question and it's what's one thing you admire about each other i'll i'll answer first because i i feel like you need time to think about that one apparently (laughs) Uh, she paused for like two long pause Anyways, um, I would say the thing I admire about Amy is like her independence. Like she doesn't need a man. She don't need anybody. Like she is just like out there doing her thing. If she wants it, she goes and she gets it. It's just like, she's just so headstrong. She has goals. She sets them and she makes it happen. I also feel like I love, um, I guess I admire uh, her hopefulness I feel like she had some rough patches in regards to dating or uncertainty in her life decisions. And yet she always remains to bounce back and be hopeful. Like she never, she was like the Charlotte of the sex in the city, if you will. She is just, you know, always hopeful that like, even though she came out of like uh, a crappy situation in a relationship, she's still hopeful that someone better is out there. Or she's hopeful, like, if this decision didn't work out in regards to, like, her career or something, she's still hopeful that something else is going to come out of it, too. And sometimes, for me, I will be, like, really hard and be like, this is the end for me. It's over. I can't come out from this. And she's always just, like, that hopefulness, that bit of positivity and whatnot. So that's what I admire about her. That was really (laughs) sweet, Lori. Thank you. I would say for you, what what I admire most, I think all our family can attest to this, is you're so (laughs) funny. You're hilarious. Like, I love just having a quick conversation with you if I'm on my way to work because I am laughing all the time. You have, like, great, like, banter and energy and, like, you can make (laughs) jokes about everything and anything and it's just hilarious to me. I love that about you because, like, even if we're having serious talks, it's, it's funny. I like I'm laughing, you're laughing, we're <laughs> laughing together at you. Who knows? Just kidding. <laughs> and nothing will ever replace this in the world is um your undying support for our whole family. Not just me, like our other siblings too. Like, you're very invested in everyone's lives. You want to know what's going on and how you can help or give advice that you think that we would need during that time. And you know, even being a younger sibling is huge. And like nobody I think I can turn to as much as I know I can turn to I don't do well with like heartfelt I can't I'm like I'm like all right cool thumbs up (laughs) (laughs) did she just say journey (laughs) (laughs) oh that's like so sweet I think when when I saw the two of you when you had stayed here Laura I think what I said to you Amy was like I now see like what it would feel like to have a sister like how that's so awesome because like I just have a brother it's awesome, but our conversations are totally different. You know, like I ask him 
what do you eat for dinner? And sometimes he's like, you're asking me too many questions about myself, you know? <laughs> um, I think as well, though, like going back to what you were saying about having siblings, Alex, like I do know for some people, mm. they have strained relationships with their siblings. And it's not always easy because I'm going to give you the other side of it, too. Your siblings can say something very cutting to you because they sometimes they know you inside out. And, you know, like Lori and I have, you know, bitten at each other a couple times not literally figuratively but we come at each other really hard <laughs> in the past too <laughs> well she probably has bit me as a child I'm, I'm just thinking about that now like she probably has sometimes that hurts because they know you so well and they know your weak weakest points and I know like looking back like not every sibling and even right now like we have two other siblings we have a younger brother and an older sister in addition to Lori and I and you know different variable times too we're we're all pretty close we're fortunate but that can change at any moment you know if something is said or interpreted wrong and sometimes you have those rough patches but yeah for the most part like we've always our whole family have been really lucky we've been mm-hmm. really closely knit together. well I do have yeah. to say and one thing moments, about with like do. sibling relationship is like you can go out and call out your sister and be like oh she's being such a whatever she's being such a bitch or whatever and all the stuff and, and then if someone else were to come at your sister at like an outside party and being like oh yeah she's being such a turd or whatever then you'd be like oh no only I get to say bad things about my sister you just get to listen and be like yeah that sucks you know what I mean like you like you don't come after my sister Sit only down. I do that like only I get to say those things like it's kind of like that that's interesting because I would say our other sister is extreme like she's almost loyal to a T like she will physically hurt someone if they do yeah, it wrong and I'm like I'm scared for that person yeah. like you gotta be careful what you tell her she's the hitman she is <laughs> it's now time for jar of questions what's the best vacation you've ever been on a part of me should say when I got married in Mexico, but then a part of me is like, actually, no, the best time was when I finished uh, my time in Grenada in the Caribbean. And we went to the sandals there just for like a fun thing before we uh, moved out uh, off the island. And that was the best like, sandals sponsor this podcast because sandals was like, amazing. It was so good. It was like, all inclusive. The food was amazing. The Caribbean beach, the sea. Oh, it was just like, wonderful and the each room had like a soaker tub on the balcony where you could just like they had privacy curtains so you pull the privacy curtains and you just get naked on your balcony and soak in your tub oh it was so nice it was the best oh my gosh <laughs> take, your, take your nude snacks well my husband was there so i mean I, that's just a full that's just a full sex tape now no just kidding he gets to live it. Okay, but i also like love how clearly you do listen to the podcast because you're like oh my god you said journey and then you're like sandals sponsor us like are you a, are you a host like you're just like doing all the right things well I know it's always on Fridays and I don't know Amy always like reminds me to listen to them too and stuff so I I listen to them and then I tell her if I there's things that are funny or whatever on the podcast all my vacations have been like my favorite like you know you go it's like such a change of scenery it's great so but one I haven't talked about before on the podcast is after one of my teaching practicums I had three weeks off and I went to visit my cousin who was teaching in France and we backpacked and we went to Amsterdam and Germany. We went 
to a couple places in Germany and oh my goodness, we went on this walking tour and it was amazing. Like Nigel, he was amazing. He was like a spy in the Cold War and he taught us like everything and we'd walk down the street and he he would like show us pictures that he took when he was in the Cold War. Like I learned so much and it was really informative and it was like really wow. fun. I don't have sisters, but like that's like the maybe closest thing I would have to a sister is my cousin Pascal, we're same age. So that's it was a really awesome cool. experience. Very cool. Going into that sibling love, if you don't have like siblings, your cousins end up being those people in your life too. Because we have a friend who's an only child and he's so connected to his cousins because of that. And I think that's where you get the fulfillment from as well. Like still family, but maybe not a sibling. Uh, what's the best vacation I've been on? This is tough because I've been so lucky to travel. Uh, people always ask me this. What's the best country you've ever been to? It's interesting because I think within the first 24 hours, you can really get a sense of the city or the location you're at. But I would say the most like grateful one I felt was in Kenya, in the African Sahara, that was just like an unreal experience. And I never ever thought or pictured myself being able to ever go there. And just waking up in the national uh, Sahara desert was just like, so amazing with all the wildlife animals, it felt like heaven. I've had lots of great vacations I want to shout out. And part of me is like looking at both of you have had vacations with both of you even here. And they were like, unreal too. like Alex and I mm -hmm. went to the mountains for a podcast retreat and Lori, like your wedding stands out to me immensely. So in Mexico. So that was amazing. That concludes yeah. our uh, sibling love episode. I loved having you on here, Lori. This was so fun. You Thank two you. sisters are like, love your dynamic. This was great. great. This was a lot of fun. And I'm sure I'll see you guys around Those some point sisters. in the near future. So, mm -hmm. At least at social media, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully.